Good morning. I was seized with panic. What do I say? What will have an impact versus glazed looks? Now, you may be thinking I'm talking about this reflection, and in part, you're right. <laughs> but what first generated these questions was attending an event with several hundred women, a sea of strangers. What I realized was I needed an elevator speech. You know, the one where you sum up your life and the time it takes to go up an elevator. You know, the one where you have a snappy answer to the question, what do you do? It's been a challenge for me since I've been a stay-at-home mom for the past 20 years. It seems like people are mainly interested in what you are currently doing, and there seems to be no opportunity to bring up all the careers I had before my present job of stay-at-home mom. How do I capture sharing about my life before as well as now? Such as my jobs in broadcasting, advertising, travel sales, teaching, even volunteering. Once stay-at-home mom is out of my mouth, I feel like people mentally place you in a certain box and a category that doesn't adequately represent who you fully are. Can many of you relate? So, back to the elevator speech. What might be a more snappy response? Well, after some brainstorming with my husband, here's what we came up with. Here goes. It's quite the conversation starter. So, when I meet someone new, I introduce myself, say, hi, I'm Diana Johnson. And when they ask the big question, what do you do? I reply, well, I have 27 kids that call me mom. <laughs> and only two have the same father. <laughs> and if I'm feeling particularly frisky, I'll add, and they're not with my husband. Well, it certainly is a conversation starter or stopper. Now, you have to know me to understand this riddle, but you can only imagine the various responses I get. Those that are more curious will start asking questions, which is the point of my elevator speech, to create a dialogue and get beyond the basic stay-at-home mom reply. Eventually, I cut the suspense and explain that my husband and I have hosted 23 high school foreign exchange students on year-long programs, and we have four children adopted from India, and that our twin girls, of course, have the same birth father. But it got me thinking about being a mom. You know, it doesn't require giving birth to be a mother. There are infinite ways of mothering. It can be by fostering, teaching, coaching, mentoring, or it can be by just being present, be it for a relative, a friend, or even a stranger. You just never know when or how mothering will occur. Maybe that's why it's called a motherhood. All women are a collective of nurturers in some way or another and maybe just not always in the traditional sense. On the reverse side, when I lost my mom to leukemia when I was 29, I was feeling adrift without a mom. So I sought out other women to get my mom fixed. <laughs> I turned my loss into finding moms through other women, like my childhood friend's mom, 
my mother-in-law, and even a friend who understood my loss. I made a wonderful discovery. There is a motherhood that takes you in. It's there, ready to embrace you and be embraced outside of the traditional ways. So I encourage everyone to look outside of the box and acknowledge the women who may have mothered you in some way or another throughout your life. Now, the more I think about it, I recognize and am proud of the facts that my wish and my yearning to be a mother didn't occur in the traditional manner, but instead has been created in a unique fashion through adoption and hosting students. Who knew? I guess you don't have to necessarily give birth to be called mom or be motherly. So I just want to wish every woman a happy Mother's Day because we all mother in our own unique ways.